describes acts of extreme violence in graphic detail and may include discussions about demonology and the occult, topics that caused widespread panic during the 1980s. This content may not be suitable for children under the age of 50. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. People come and they play, they get their characters killed, and they're yeah, like, thanks. Yeah, thanks, that was great. See moving you next on. time. Right, moving on. <laughs> where, where are the D6? That's the first thing you say, right, after your character is dead. Where right. are the D6? I, I was starting to roll. I knew that was probably not going to be a good choice because he's that guy's a jerk. So, But I, was, I, that, no. I was rolling D6s already. I should have been starting to roll. I, oh, it's, oh, wait, oh, Entangle? Oh, yeah, he actually. Well, actually, he, he got that one right. He did get that one. Right. The only well, the, one. The difference is they all should have been slowed. Why? Why was I the only one slowed? So I guess the premise was they were already on me, which is probably what I didn't quite understand. I thought they were dropping down and I could do something. That's what I was confused. Oh, that's true. So you're slowed and they're slowed. So you can still try to. How slow are you? Your fit, your movement's fifty percent. If I made my save, if they didn't make their save, they're completely affixed where they're at. So then that's a question of oh. how do you fix a tick? Oh, okay, but wait a second. You're slowed, but you're not slowed in for like everything. It's not like you're sucking of blood. Right. Right. Just so, slowed in movement. So they're continuing to suck your blood. Right. So everyone's sort of entangled and you're trying to get out and they're right. sucking away. That is what they're saying. Yeah. I don't I don't I disagree. There's a lot of hit points that you lost though. Right. I mean that I lost is a long time. 80, 90 hit points. Yeah, they sucked me dry. That was bad. That was a terrible death. It was a terrible death. That was that was an incomprehensible death. I'm you're like, definitely doing a divine intervention, hoping for divine intervention, because you know you're going to die. Right. That's the one time when you would have time. Right. Plenty of time to, to pray. Plenty of time. Oh, so you're like thinking about your. Oh, so you're like trying to reach your cell phone, to call yeah. your mom. You can't. Maybe I have a. Now that's why I have the watch. Now I can do it. Yeah. The watch. Because you're dying. Say being, goodbye. I didn't hang. If you get this, I did entangle. <laughs> I've got ticks on me. It's a terrible move. That's right. Tell Dad I love him. No, that was hard. Just slowly. Would you just sort of pass out? Do you think first from, from blood the, loss and from the pain? I mean, you're getting. Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. That actually may have been one of the more disgusting ways to die, and that says something for first edition. If if, if that's a more disgusting way to die, a notable way, that's pretty disgusting. Well, green being consumed by green slime is pretty disgusting. Oh, okay. I thought about that. Well, we'll save that for when we do green slime. Being digested by a purple worm is disgusting, too. I mean, Over a thousand years. I, I, that's right. Like the whatever this thing is from Star <laughs> you Wars. You die Star from Wars. starvation. You're not in there a thousand... You die from old age. You're right. not alive for a thousand years. 
Unless it had like a food thing or some kind of, maybe it was putting some kind of oh, immortality you, thing on. Would you eat or would you go on a hunger strike? <laughs> I don't want to So die. you're eating? Yeah, it's like eating stuff from the inside just to live. So you spend like 80 years in there? Okay, whatever. Yeah, that's, that's horrible. It is horrible. All right, moving on. That was really fun. Okay, let's do, let's do sage advice since I know you're ready for that. And you know what, James? You know what the theme is? Uh, yeah, so I'm going to put this up so people can see it, but I will not be able to see it, so hold on. This is Sage Advice from what, what, what is Sage Advice and what, what month are we doing it from? So Sage Advice are questions uh, submitted to Dragon Magazine that were answered by the sages. Oftentimes, we don't know who is doing the answering. And that fancy word is procurium. Exactly. For those who are keeping... The elvish word is procurium. Uh, without identifying the author, so not Gary. We can feel pretty confident of that. And uh, this is from December 1981. So we were doing it once a month, but I enjoyed it so much, we've uh, moved it up, so we're just speeding along. Uh, this one is from December 1981, and James, this is perfect, because all these questions deal with bards. Oh, God. Yes. Oh. <laughs> it's like you open up. Oh, <laughs> it's like you open up the exam and the essay question is on bards, and you're like, oh, I didn't. I don't know bards very well. Oh, well, James, you got to study everything. That is optional. I was told on the syllabus that was optional. Right. Someone has said, are you gonna ask us about bards? Like maybe. I don't know. Probably not. Y yeah. Do we need to study about bards? Um, if you want to learn, oh, that's right. That's what happened. You asked the questions. Do we need to study bards? And it was on, it was on no, it's, that's extra reading. If you want to read it, fine, but you don't have to. And then you show up to take the essay question. It's all about bards, and you're very unhappy. Well, I'm sorry, James. Listen, we know you're going to do terrible. You know why we know you're going to do terrible? Because I hate bards. And because they're your optional. knowledge of bards is it's, what? It's crappy. Because? Because they're optional. You just died. Oh, I died, yeah. Right? Based upon your behavior. Mm -hmm. Okay. Here we go. Question number one. James, yes. Can a <laughs> can a ranger or a paladin? Th there's there's multiple questions. There's two here, I think. Can a ranger or a paladin become a bard? No. The player's handbook. The player's handbook. No. If your answer is no, say yes. <laughs> That's interesting. That's a weird question. The player's handbook makes it sound as if only true fighters can become bards. Is it? Here's another one. Is it possible for a bard to be? I love that. The bard to be? Bard to be. Bard to be. Yep. Bard to be. Is it possible for a bard to be who is neutral evil to become an assassin instead of a thief? I love these questions. Irrespective of the answer, these are great questions. Okay. Right. So the question is can you be anything but a fighter or a thief and become a bard? And the answer is no. Okay. How, why are you so confident of that, James? Because it says in the book you have to be a fighter and then move a thief and then you become a bard. That's why. Okay. Here is the answer. Mm -hmm. The answer to both questions is no. The bard, oh, what book were you referring to? The player's handbook. The bard description in the player's handbook right. makes this clear by using the words fighters and thieves in italic type for emphasis. Now, what I think is interesting. I, I didn't know that. But that's right. That's a new one. They say that it's because it's in italic. So they're really getting serious. They're like, so. Wait, we've learned something, James. Apparently, if it is in italics, the character class, that means that it is excluding 
the subclasses. So I bet you didn't know that. I did not know that. That is, that is great. And it does say that. Bars begin play as italicized fighters. And then it says italicized thieves. So that's very interesting. So we have actually learned something. Okay, there's more to this answer. A player character who intends to become a bard is not allowed to have the special skills and benefits of a fighter or thief subclass during the preliminary stages of the character's development. The special skills and benefits that the character receives when achieving bard status are more than adequate to compensate for this disadvantage. Also, consider that the decision to become a paladin, ranger, or assassin involves making a commitment in alignment that might prove uncomfortable later in a would-be bard's career. This is especially true of a paladin. Right. would automatically have to go, undergo an alignment change and suffer all appropriate penalties for doing so when switching to thief class. Now, that wouldn't be true necessarily of a, of a ranger. A ranger can be just has any good alignment, correct? Yeah. So, rangers would be a little bit of easier because you can kind of... We have now made rangers very druid-like because they have druid spells, but uh, paladin would definitely be a no-go. And assassin could be neutral. You have to be neutral to be a bard, correct? Of some neutral somewhere, right. neutral evil, neutral yes. good. Bards have to be neutral, neutral something, right? Neutral. I think they have to be neutral good, or is it non-lawful? Oh. We went over this. We did. We should listen to the. We should listen to ourselves. To the bard or not? We don't have to. So, the they must always remain neutral, but can be chaotic, evil, good, or lawful neutral if they wish. So you can be anything. Okay. You can be anything. All right. Well, that's a bit of a bummer because I thought like an assassin bard would be pretty cool, don't you think? Assassin bard, like a paladin bard, would be kind of cool too. Well, I think paladin bard's a little harder because of the alignment restrictions. Assassin bard, you could potentially argue. Okay, that but it's a no. All right. Question number two. When bards start as fighters, are they limited in the armor they can wear? I'm sorry, start, what was the question? Uh, when bards start as fighters, are they limited in the armor they can wear? No. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Do you know why? Because they're fighters. James, you are very sagacious today. No, because they are not bards yet. A would-be bard, also known as a bard-to-be, who is currently a... I don't know why they use the wrong word there. A would-be bard who is currently a member of the fighter profession is treated exactly like a fighter and can use any armor or weapons while following that profession. Of course, it's good to apply some forethought if a fighter eventually intends to become a bard, oh, we talked about this. There is foresight. Do you remember what the foresight is, what you should think about? Uh, think weapon proficiency, sir. What weapons should you choose to be proficient? I don't mean specifically the weapons, but uh, you, should be, you should be training toward the weapons that a bard can use. Because I guess you kind of have to stop using them, right? You lose. Yeah, you can't use other ones, if I remember correctly. That's so strange. And uh, it would be a good idea to find a suit of plus one chainmail during the fighter phase. Well, that's a different issue. And tuck it away in a safe place during the thief phase of the character's development. Okay, so yeah, so you do need to be thinking. Uh, you have to play the long game, apparently, James. Wait, so that's like your mom's like, what? Are you see You picked that as a proficiency and you want to be a, you idiot. Right. Okay. Don't pick the two-handed sword, okay. I think, is a problem. Something like that is probably not good. Okay. Oh, and there's apparently... Uh, oh, I am... I can take our cans off, by the way. We don't have to listen to this. Oh, thank you. If you okay. want. Uh, according to the player's... Wait, what is this? According, a bard is permitted to wear magical chainmail and carry a bastard sword, but a thief, it's just gone. 
All right, never mind. There was more to this answer. Oh, there it is. Yeah, but a thief cannot use either. Oh, I'm sorry. This is the start of the next question. It wasn't bolded. That was confusing. Okay, question number three. James, according to the player's handbook, a bard is permitted to wear magical chainmail and carry a bastard sword, but a thief cannot use either. Can a bard employ these things while using thieving abilities without penalty? It's a good question. Well, the bastard sword, I don't know if it matters, but the chainmail, that's a problem. Wait, 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 wait. I want to talk about it. It's magical chainmail. Yeah. So I can't use, oh, because it's clinky, so I can't use right. mag, even magical armor. It's got to be leather. I can't use magical armor as a thief. You can't use magical metal armor. You can't use anything. Well, right. are we talking about the core books, or are we talking about the book that shall not be named? Because they, they allow for some things. We're talking you, about the core books. The core books say you cannot do your thieving things in anything other than leather. Right, even if it's magical. Okay. So what would you say? Can a bard employ these things while using thieving abilities without... A penalty. So a bard is permitted to wear magical chain mail and carry a bastard sword. The answer is... Can a bard is, employ these things while using thief? Why can't you carry a sword? I don't know about the sword, but the chain mail would be a problem if he's doing thieving skills. So I'm going to say no to both. Okay. Yes. Assuming, of course, that the bard has attained proficiency with the sword. Well, that makes no... I mean, obviously... Yeah. Okay. You can use a sword while thieving. I mean, I, right. you, you I said, can't pick pockets because I have a sword. Well, the backstabbing would be the thing you'd have to say. Could he backstab with oh. it? And my oh. answer would be yes. If you were proficient in it, then okay. yes. One of the significant... Well, actually, no. I would say no, you can do backstab because backstab, it says the specific weapons that you can do as oh. a backstab. It says, I don't know if it's any sword or it just says sword. If it says any sword or sword, then you could use a backstab. But you couldn't backstab with a halberd. Right, but that's, that's a backstab issue, not necessarily like a thief skill Correct. issue. Okay. Well, backstab is a thief skill. Well, I understand, but it's like a sub thing. It's not like generally thieves can only do yeah. skills with these things. That's a very specific thing. One of the significant benefits of becoming a bard is the ability to use armor and weapons not normally usable by a thief and still be able to perform the various thieving abilities. All that's necessary to properly play a bard with respect to this is to interpret the player's handbook literally. Oh, James, they're using your method of textual interpretation. That's you should it. like this. Let's see if they can convince you, okay? Okay. Yep, go ahead. Okay. A, bard, a bard is able to use any of the armor and weapon types listed as permitted to the class. And a bard is able to function as a thief of the level which the character attained while pursuing that profession. Nothing in the description given in the player's handbook puts any limitations or restrictions on either of these characteristics. The bard is an exceptional character class for truly exceptional characters who are able to attain and accomplish things which are beyond the ability of, quote, oh, this is rude, quote, normal characters. This is going to generate a lot of con Look at you, I can see it. This is generating controversy. Ooh, yeah. This is a, this is an So he's saying, they saying they could, he, if they could wear magical chainmail, they could, perform their thieves things. Is that what they said, or just the sword? I've the question that. was about magical chainmail, but what's interesting is it sounds like it's any armor that the bard can wear because right. the magical chainmail, the answer choice, the answer was not about its magical nature. It seems to be. So the sword seems to be, if you've pertained proficiency with a sword, you can use it. I don't, that to me is just, that's an easy one. I mean, right. why can't I, I mean, I'm holding a sword, I can pickpocket. Right. I can climb a wall probably if I have a exactly. sword. That's not a big deal to me, right? But what this says, 
you're able to use the armor and weapons not normally usable by thief. This doesn't say magical. This says if you can wear the armor as a bard, you can wear that armor and engage in thieving skills. Yeah. Well, I disagree with them, but I'm wrong. Well, it's... And per, per the Procurium people. And but this is not canon. This is just sage advice. I understand, I understand that. But okay. it per... It, excuse me, Godalicious, I know you're chomping. Oh, I'm like, that's strange. Why are you fondling Godalicious and the gnome? You're getting a book. Getting you, had a, you had a, I'm going to grab a book look to you. Yeah, because my player's handbook is in the bag because we actually... I know, I, 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 this has got the cool card. I know, this is the newer one. It's still, it's still legitimate. It's 83. Hmm. I, I have plenty of players' handbooks for the poor fools who say, "Yeah, let's play, let's play D and D." I don't know that. Well, I, well here's I the first problem. I guess if you really want to go back, let's go back to the bard itself, the first part of the bard. That's where we're headed. What was that noise? They are appendix. They are appendix two, which is again, I guess you could say. And just say, what are you saying? Well, say you can what? say it's because they're optional. So if they're optional, you can do whatever you want. So, so we're, dealing, we're dealing with a, a non-binding interpretation right. of an optional character class. Yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure I know where we're at. That's, that's, that's kind of what I would take from that. So if you're allowing this in your game already, then good then, for you. Then what? Then all bets are off. Was that sarcastic? Good yeah. for you? Yeah, good for you. <laughs> You're not, a, you're not a real old schooler. We didn't let bards play. That was newfangled. Okay, so we're, where's the armor? The latter ability, I can't even find it. Can you find the armor? Where? Under what they can use? Oh, there it is. Our, you mean, yeah, bard table three. Armor and weapons permitted. Leather and magical chainmail only. Oh, that's why they asked that. Oh. So it is only, that's why that, that kid... Asked about magical chainmail. That's the only armor. So you can that. Okay, that kind of makes sense to me. Why do you let me wear magical chainmail and say I can be a thief, and then say I can't be a thief, engage in thief uh, skills? Right. And there's own oh, sword. Oh look, it says bastard broad long or short. I kind of I've kind of warmed up to the sage advice answer, James. I'm sorry. Well, uh, and again, the book that shall not be named, I think, allows. Thieves to do anything they want. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, right. I don't remember exactly what it's Wear says. anything. They plate can, mail. They can, climb. Wear, they can wear plate mail. Yeah, they can climb right. on plate mail or something like that. Everyone's so, unlimited. Uh, on the 37th pretty, level. Pretty close. Gnome, thief, right. assassin, cleric. Illusionist, cleric, druid. Yeah. Right. Dragonborn? Oh, without a doubt. Uh, Snurf, Nivellin uh, kind of thing. Can I ask you a question, James? Yes. What is Because I don't know. Because, you know, I didn't even know what lay the pipe means. What does dragonborn mean? Like, are you part dragon? Yeah, you're part dragon. You're like a dragon. You're, you're, no, you're like a dragon thing. Am I a hybrid? Am I part human, part dragon? No, I think you're all dragon. But oh. you're, you're more like a draconic creature. So, but that's my understanding. There's three. There's books up there you can Are read. both parents dragon? No, that's okay. I, I, think they're, I think you're hatched, actually. I'm hatched? Yeah. What's the, who's, who's my father? My mom's a dragon? I think they're both dragons. However dragons are hatched, you're just hatched like other dragons. But I don't remember I'm a that. dragon, but don't I look like a human? No, you look like a bipedal dragon. You look more like a modern kobold. But not I'm like not a, a dragon? dragon? Why didn't I come out as a dragon? I don't know. That's a great question. Hmm. If anyone knows that, send in your information, info at grogcon.com. Now, what or I mean, send a link to Dan. And also, what I don't understand is that you got the chicken and the hen and the rooster. Why are there three? Who's, 
having. Ah, I his, see. Who's with whom? But back to why I said this on page twenty-seven. They are they about thieves. They are wear light leather and a fair number of weapons. And again, going back to the reason they have to wear leather is because that allows them to do their thieving abilities. That's the assumption. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they also didn't give at the time benefits for if you didn't have leather armor. So, which again, the book that shall not be named had that as well. You just can't do it. I mean, you can you can wear other armor. You just can't. I think, no, you're not allowed to wear armor. Well, you're not allowed, or just can you not engage in thieving skills? Like if I put it on, what happens to me? I burn if, up. So uh, the other thing you could look at is multi-class, uh, where they had they talk about the restrictions. The only restriction that is enforced under multi-class is the leather for thieves. If I remember correctly, blah 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 blah. I wanted to look at Baxter. Under cleric thief, page thirty-two. As with all thief class combinations, however, any any functions as a thief are under the restrictions of the class with regards to armor. All only leather and no shield. Okay. And just let you know, James, backstabbing is the striking of a blow from behind, be it with club, dagger. Or sword. I right. always thought club was funny. Right. So you could technically, if you sword is the generic sword, you could they could use a two-handed sword if somehow you were proficient in it. How is it a stab if it's a club? <laughs> James PHB is weird. Box text. Yeah, well. This is not my PHB. This is I bought these extra ones for players so that they could roll up their characters and then twenty minutes later die and then leave. Right. So I have I have extra ones. Okay. That's all right. Nice. All right. Let's keep going. All right. Let's keep going. Yes, because we got uh, time is uh, way Okay. James, a bard is limited to the use of certain weapons. Okay. However, is it possible for a bard to use a weapon he was previously trained in, for instance, a bow, perhaps with a penalty involved? Well, anyone can use anything with a penalty. Yeah. I mean, not any. I, I, I can, right? I mean, uh, well, no. If you're. Oh, no, you're if right. You're, you can't use you're, it. If you're prohibited, you can't use it. You're right. I'm sorry. There's, there's two categories. You can use it. Uh, and you're proficient, you can use it, and you're not proficient, and you can't use it. Okay, so this is a good question then. Because the bard was limited to certain weapons. Let me go back to that. We should have done this during Craig our Craig is ready, by the way, so we've got one. Let's do one. Maybe he'll want to be with us on Random Encounter. Okay. So, yeah, there's limited weapons here. So what do you think? Oh, for what are so the you're weapons? A fighter. No, 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 no. So can you use it with a penalty? Do you lose the ability? You, you trained as with a fighter. Right. And then the bar can only use certain weapons. What happens if you had used, uh, you, you had gained proficiency in a weapon as a fighter? You, you can't use it anymore. Let's drop it off. Okay. Yes, that would be my guess. If we're sticking with the bard as a new character and it has new rules, that would be the rule. Okay. Again, this is a matter simply resolved. <laughs> simply. Simply. By realizing the player's handbook means what it says. That's so rude. Is it, is it, maybe it is scary. No bards... No, bards cannot use bows because that weapon does not appear in the list of weapons printed to the class. Hey, look at me. I got it right. You got it right. You like at a B now. I think you're at 80%. Right? A character who intends to become a bard should make a point of gaining proficiency with at least some of the weapons usable by a bard, in addition to skills with weapons such as the bow, which the character might prefer to employ during his tenure as a fighter. A bard to be might <laughs> wisely decide to become proficient with bow and arrow to improve his chances of surviving during his fighter phase. But the use of that weapon is prohibited when the character switches to the thief class, and it can never again be le- legally legally a crime. 
That's D&D True Crime. Going to deal D&D True Crime, which, by the way, I did look up. Someone sent on Twitter the only D&D True Crime we got was the FBI file that they had on Gary Gygax. Well, that was it. Yeah, okay. So that was, but I thought that was good. And if, if we weren't so far behind, I had it on my list to talk about. It's but. strange no one admitted to crimes. Uh, before <laughs> or after the character actually exactly. becomes a uh, bard. Okay, I think so. Should we stop it We got there? one more. We got one more. Time and then, one then more? we'll bring on. Okay. The player's handbook says that bards-to-be must switch to thieving before attaining 8th level as a fighter. A footnote on page... This is my kind of, this is my kind of question. Yeah, foot, rules AF. This yes, is good. This is perfect. It's in your wheelhouse. You've probably written about this. No, not yet. This is why I'm, I'm, very, I'm very interested now. <laughs> now you're interested. A, a, a footnote on page 181 of the DMG indicates that a bard could have 8th level fighting ability. Mm-hmm. I, I remember this. Yeah, oh, very interesting. Must switch before attaining 8th level as a fighter. A footnote on page 181 of the DMG indicates that a bard could have 8th level fighting ability. Of right. course, this only makes a difference if one opts for a special note regarding fighters' progression on page 74 of the DMG. What's that? Is that the one where you like go up like on your, your tables where you can like... Yeah, you get an additional thing, right. Right, every level, not every other level. Please yeah. clarify. Okay, this is a good one. What do you think? Right. Well, first, so what we're talking about, flipping and turning, Dungeon Master Guides, page 181. It, this, is, this is under the context of humans suitable for random monster encounters. And it says, Bard, 7th or 8th fighter level ability, 6th to 9th thief ability. So that's where it gets 7th or 8th. Oh, oh, human subtable. Oh, so they say that you could Bard. Wait. Bard oh. has a little cross. Has seventh or eighth fighter ability. Oh my gosh, that's not an asterisk. It's a little cross. That's right. It's, uh, so I can't do that. It's not. It's not, you it's don't... not rules cross AF. <laughs> what was the other one? Page seventy something. Oh my gosh, seventy four. Is that going to be? I wonder if that's the tables that to hit. Yeah. So it's here. What is? What was the statement there? He says that if uh, the special note regarding spiders. There's a special note at the bottom. He says special note. Right. Which you couldn't use either because you don't do special notes. True. Bards fight at their highest level of fighter experience. What was, the, what was the context of the last part? What did he say? It says it would only make a difference if you're 8th level. Because, look, it's 7 to oh, 8. Oh, right. So if, you're, if you do the special note, which allows you to uh, do a different, uh, increases your ability to hit each level, not right. every other level. Right. Right? So that would well, be... I'm sure there's got to be something where it's useful. Well, wait, why would it, wouldn't it make a difference if you also like get more? It's got to have other results, too. Yeah, yeah you mean... get more hit points. I mean, you'd have yeah. more hit points. So. So my answer to that is if the only evidence that while the DMG does supersede the, the player's hand because it's in the order of the trinity that were written, um, you could argue that uh, that 7th or 8th level was for a NPC. So I'm going to say, no, you can only be 7th level because that's what the player's hand It's like that illusion, remember, gnome, illusion, right. assassin. Okay. Okay, I'll try. That's the answer. Okay, I'll try. The player's handbook does stipulate that bards must stop getting experience as fighters prior to attaining 8th level. But it also says that bards are subject to the effects of, oh, here we go. This is always the answer, magic. Quote, magic, every typo like that, like right. the half orcs. They just wish it away with magic. That's the half orcs. Oh, there's a ruling coming, an official ruling for the Garg Empire is coming from the... Uh, gibbering Mouther? Gibbering Mouther. Or gibbering? gibbering? Well, you know, I was thinking it's gibberish. This is gibberish. So it would definitely be gibbering. Why right. would it be gibbering if it's... Right. It's gibberish. Right? Unless it's gibberish, and then we, we've just been saying it wrong for our entire lives. <laughs> are, we, is, are we saying gibberish... Are we saying gibbering mouth or wrong? 
No. Okay, there we go. That right. solved that. Gibbering. It's, it's, now it's right. gibbering, like like we've always said it. It's not right. It's not gibbering. Right. Gibberish. Not gibbering. No, That's not gibberish. gibberish. <laughs> it is literally gibberish. That's right. <laughs> okay. So yeah, because you know, like the half work with the. Uh, you can't write you to be eighth level or something like that a thief. You need an eighteen dex, right. but their dex is seventeen max. max. Right. And then what the answer you know probably is going to go magic can do it. And I get that, right. but that's oftentimes a way to reconcile a typo. Okay, but it also says that bards are subject to the effects of quote magical books slash librums librums James librums librums librums. I think I call them librums. Okay, tomes, which pertain to druids. Fighters or thieves. And these magic items can raise the effect of fighting or thieving level of the bard beyond the usual limits. Yeah, okay. Thus, a bard who has seventh level fighting ability and comes under the influence of the effects of a manual, James, Pucent, a manual, a Pucent skill at arms. What is that? Yeah, that's, but see, I disagree with that. I don't think it should raise that because now you are a bard. You're not a fighter anymore. The, that manual, that should be our... That's, oh, it says our, a bard who has seventh level. Well, I understand. But yeah, the, But you right. become a bard. You're right. You're not a fighter anymore. You're right. You go up as a... I don't even know what it does, but I'm assuming you're saying he's going to you you go get a up level. as a bard. Well, it's what the manual of Pucent... Uh, skill at Arms. Skill at Arms. The MPS. Says it will... Any single fighter, including a bard. Oh, there we go. That's why. That's why. Why? So it says, under manual of Pucent... Pucent skill at arms. Say that three times fast. This scholarly study contains an expert advice instruction regarding weapon use and various attacks. Any single fighter, including a bard, but not a paladin or ranger. Wow, that's a screw job. Who reads the manual and practices skills therein for one month will go up to the midpoint of the next higher level. The book disappears and knowledge is forgotten okay. and must be acted on. So, uh, blah, blah, blah. Anyone else reads it, they get blasted. And you can only use it one time. So because of this, I that is so I'm wrong. It will operate will operate at the eighth level fighting ability for as long as the male's benefits remain in effect. So uh, so let me just make it clear. So where because we're, of the magic item, it can be done. So let me make it clear where we're at here. Okay, we have a question about an optional class, right? Including an interpretation of, of what appears to be an inconsistency in a. Not a footnote, but a cross little. Right, whatever that means. And an inconsistency with a special, and, and it might only be relevant because of a special note. Right. And the answer. And you get more hit points, so that is important. Oh, that's true. And the answer of magic is based upon the manual of peace and skill at arms. Right. Where it references, but okay, I just want to make sure. I understand. It's all, it's all there. This, this is literally the how many angels are on a pin. This is quite right. Even for us. Even for us, this is pretty. <laughs> but I did learn. That apparently, if you get the manual of puissant arms, skill at arms, you can have an 8th level fighter level in Bard. We're not done yet. Oh. A Bard is limited to... Sorry, correct. A Bard is... A Bard is limited to, quote, between the 5th... We talked about this. Yes. We were confused. A Bard is limited to between the 5th and ninth level in his advancement as a thief, which the sage interprets to mean that the Bard to be must stop at the 6th, 7th, or 8th level of thieving ability, yes. between but not including 5th and ninth. Yet the same footnote on page 181 of the DMG allows for bards with ninth level thieving ability. Well, wouldn't that suggest that you should interpret it as 8th? Right. And it is possible for a bard, here we go, to obtain that effective level ability by setting, settling down with, <laughs> settling down, I gotta marry it, settling down with a... Do you know what this book is? The Manual of 
nimbleness and stealing or something. You're pretty, that's close, yes. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Wait, what, what did you call it? Oh. Nimbleness and stealing. I need to have that book in one of my adventures. The Manual <laughs> of Nimbleness and Stealing. I like that. Yeah. No, it's close. The Manual of Stealthy Stealthy Pilfering. Stealthy Pilfering. That's a good name for character, Stealthy That's Pilfering. Right. That's right. Provided he had an eighth level, blah, blah, blah. Okay, it is also worth noting the table on page 181 of the DMG. I don't know why my rolling is what our show does. To which the troublesome, the troublesome footnote mm -hmm. refers is designed to generate NPCs. Right, so I was right about that. And has no bearing on the definition of a bard as a player character. If you don't want to assume an NPC bard with 8th level fighting ability has gained that ability magically, which I don't, then you can assume it is possible for an NPC bard to have powers and abilities far beyond those of a normal PC bard. For justification of this position, see the, quote, adjustments to ability dice rolls for NPCs on page 100 of the DMG. Many of these bonuses apply only to NPCs. That's true. The halfling gets a plus one for right. con. And the overall effect is, and gnomes get something, but they don't get anything on the PCs. And the overall effect is to make NPC characters generally more forbid formidable in some respects than a player character of the same class and race. In some cases, this means NPC, is, is, is Christ still there? This means NPC characters can possess ability scores higher than the maximum attained by a player character. Right. But you can't go above the racial maximum as an NPC, can you? Why not? What? You're the DM. You can do whatever you want. Okay, I know you're ready to move on when you say that. By the same reasoning, an, <laughs> an, an NPC bard, <laughs> when James is like, the rules don't matter. We know we're going on too long. An NPC bard might have a higher fighting or thieving level than it is possible for a player character to possess without magical assistance. Okay, I love the thoroughness. This is very me. I like yes. all that. But at a certain point, don't you want to just be like, go to Gary and be like, Gary, you screwed this up. Right. Right? So all of this was, I mean, it's what we do, but Gary's past. All of this was because someone didn't ask Gary. Maybe they asked him on Dragon's Way. That was, that's just, it's just a screw up. Well, what, it's an well, enormous book. It's not his fault. To, to me, it's two things. That footnote, the cross one, is for NPCs. If you get one of these manuals and you had maxed out, I would give you the level because it says you allow it. That's because it allows that to happen. Because I, I would also allow that if there was a racial one, too. If you were a, whatever, fourth-level halfling fighter and you got the puissant skill arm book, mm -hmm. you could become fifth-level. Okay. Because that's why it's Oh, imagined. even if I'm... Oh, oh. But it's just for a limited time. Limited time only, isn't it? it only, you can only do it one time. Do you keep it? Do you keep your level? You, yeah, you keep it. Oh, I thought it suggested like you... No, you have to consume it after you have to study and then you, you keep it. Oh. So it's a magic item. So that's the variant there. So I can be a fifth level half or cleric? You could be if you got the cleric one. Cool. Right. Can I ask... Oh, look, this is so funny because it says D-O-E-X fighters. I'm like, what are doe fighters? Yeah, uh, no, it's do X. Let me just ask the last one. Just okay. real quick. Real okay. quick. Do X fighters such as bards keep their exceptional strength and then become a member of another class? Because that's an important question. Do you lose your exceptional strength? You, I, uh, I will say uh, as a bard or s something else? As a bard, when you become a bard, do you lose your exceptional strength? So you're a fighter. You get exceptional strength. You, start as, you roll up a bard and you have exceptional strength. Mm -hmm. 
you get to, apparently you get to keep that as a fighter. Do you lose your exceptional strength when you become a bard? So you're 1899 strength. No, you don't lose it when you become a bard. I, I, in fact, I would argue you would get it back at that point if you didn't have it because you have your skills again. I don't know what happens with dual class, but like if you were a fighter and then became a magic user, my understanding is you keep those abilities. So I would say, yes, you keep it. The sage says you lose it. Wow. For bards, yeah. No, you do not keep it. For bards, this is a case of giving up something to get something else. No character who is not an actual member of the fighter class can have exceptional strength. But when the ex-fighter becomes a bard, he does gain many benefits which are designed to make up for the prohibition on keeping his exceptional strength. The player's handbook lists 18, not 1801, or any right. other higher number, as a maximum strength possible for all non-fighter characters. As soon as the bard-to-be switches to the thief class, the character becomes a non-fighter, and although there will come a time when the bard-to-be regains the ability to use the skills he has as a fighter, he will never again be a fighter. I don't know, man. That's, that's kind of like, that's, why would you lose? I'm like, you come weak? Well, maybe you become well. Become it's because you're not training. That's oh, why I, I think. Yeah, you're it, but, I, You know, like if you were a fighter and became a magic user, I agree. You would lose that until you have the ability to train again. And now that may take a while, but you're you're not practicing in fighting skills. Okay. That's you, my you that's can, my take. You've on. convinced me. So I I generally assume I will follow sage advice unless I believe it is clearly wrong, and you've convinced me it's not clearly wrong. Yeah, all right, so we're going to now take a quick break, bring Craig, our dear friend, on. So uh, we want to thank the following sponsors on our commercial for supporting the channel, right? Yeah, we sure do, and including, uh, yep, uh, this, the sponsors include, of course, uh, the upcoming movie, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Right, which, which you've heard. We are not going. I've heard it's, I've heard it's not that good. It's, it sounds boring. It, it, sounds, it sounds like they're, you know, what's an arc? I mean, kind of, kind of silly. So listen to that, and we'll be on and back in a few minutes. This is Big Abushi Puppy Production. All rights reserved. 